0: Um. yeah like I remember like yeah like the I don't know everything you said about Jack and Blades I'm just going with you with what you said he's great <laughs> okay. we're, we're, I'm glad, it's I'm glad got, we, we got approval yet. it's got sack of silver <laughs> approval
1: Welcome to the Count Eden's podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions. So I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa.
2: Yeah. What's today's topic? Today's topic is probably going to make you talk about Final Fantasy, I would imagine. So
1: literally anything any literally
2: anything <laughs> what is matthew's favorite game
1: uh you know i'm gonna have to go final fantasy on this one <laughs>
2: <laughs> no uh so we are actually going to be talking about your favorite villain specifically obviously your favorite video game villain and really quickly can we just get the obvious one like super out of the way
1: yeah let's 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 hear it what's the obvious like one?
2: on the Well, on the count of three, let's all say it. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Gladys.
1: Gladys. You guys were not on the same.
2: Good It wasn't wasn't this. You waited until I said it. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) Yeah, Gladys. I mean, I I feel like. Like, we do a little bit of research before every single podcast, and I know we all looked this one up, and it was on every single list of, like, the best video game villain is just Gladys. Like, it is.
1: And that being said, we can't go a a Crown Heathens podcast without talking about Portal. Um, So, shout out to yeah. Portal, like, one of the greatest games of all time. <laughs> it's pretty great.
2: Even- like everything's great about it, the villain. Like I'd I'd even throw Wheatley into that discussion too. Like he was pretty, he was pretty amazing in that game. Like just the right amount of everything, the right amount of huge spoilers, but betrayal. Right amount of like comic relief. Right, just the right amount of like everything just thrown right in there. Like the right amount of like adorableness mixed with like conniving evil trying to kill you ness like does that make sense yeah. like he was he was yeah. A good mix
1: yeah He he's literally it was
0: like i agree with everything you're saying yeah yeah it's just
2: like i'll never forget him being like say apple and then you click the button to say <laughs> apple and you jump <laughs> and he's like all right no no, no that's jumping <laughs> like <laughs> I just love it. Uh, him mixed with Gladys, a uh, perfect combination. Uh, obviously, we cannot end this podcast at four minutes, even though we are currently in agreement. So, Sacco, <laughs> let's start with your favorite villain. I mean, I'm
0: going to go with the only other obvious choice besides GLaDOS. Uh, Fnord from Peggle 2. <laughs> I was, you said it, and I was like, I, w- hold on a minute.
1: <laughs> f- I need you to know
0: that-
2: I took a drink of water, <laughs> and I almost died.
0: That's fine. That's, 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 that's the fear that Fnord brings to people. I'm sorry. I have to Google <laughs> Fnord. I, I need to know more. Oh, Matt, you'll love him. <laughs> he, it's a unicorn with a like, a like a French mustache, a goatee, and an eye patch. Wow. Look at that.
1: Who knew something yeah. so horribly villainous
0: could exist? Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's it's fear. Like It's just- How- you look at that, and you just want to crawl into a ball and cry. Um, if you're telling me Fenord is, yeah. is the villain, Fenord's the villain
1: yeah. in Peggle Two. That implies uh, some sort of story in oh, Peggle yeah. Two. Now, I need, yeah, yeah. I need to know.
2: No, no, Sacco, you don't play games with stories. I do. Like You're making this up at this point no. because Peggle doesn't have a story. And as we all know, Halo does also not have a story. Halo
1: definitely doesn't have a story. So we don't even have
2: to
0: mention <laughs> uh, Also f- for the record, um, Fnord is your brother. So you're you're Bjorn. Oh. Like you start off as Bjorn the we Unicorn. Bjorn unicorn. the Unicorn. Bjorn the Unicorn and yeah. Fnord.
2: I'm sad that I know that yeah. because I've been forced to play way too many, I will say way too many hours on Peggle with Sacco. Yeah. So I know it's <laughs> I know it's Bjorn the Unicorn. Yeah.
0: And Fnord, so your a evil twin brother.
1: This so. is this is somehow everything I wanted and also something I never <laughs> want to see ever, ever, ever again <laughs> in my entire life.
0: Yep. That's, uh, that's how that I'm works. I'm not
2: going <laughs> to... I'm not gonna lie to you. When you said the other one, we were all expecting or thinking I was not thinking. Fnord, I was thinking very much Andrew Ryan. Yeah, no it was whatever. From Bioshock.
1: I, I was also gonna bring this <laughs> no back to Bioshock. That
2: was Fnord. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready for like a Bioshock discussion, no. and then you threw it out to Peggle.
0: Peggle. Peggle two. Peggle,
2: Peggle sorry. two. Sorry, don't want to offend. Snord was not me. in Peggle Peggle one. stands. Yeah. That are obviously our listeners. So, <laughs>
0: all the Peggle stands out there, we apologize. <laughs> we apologize uh, for
2: the mess up. That was entirely my fault.
0: Okay. We can talk about Bioshock now if you'd like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go on about Fjord, Fjord? Fnord? Fnord. I forgot. Fnord. I've already forgotten his oh, name. I'm, I'm assuming it's Fnord.
0: Fnord. It, it, it's spelled F N O R D. <laughs> You committed pretty like, hard on Fnord, so I
1: feel like you guys stick with that. I'm it.
0: gonna go with Fnord. Would you say Bjorn or Bjorn? Bjorn. It's it's definitely Bjorn. Okay, so maybe it's Fjord.
2: Fjord? Fjord?
0: Fjord. Fjord. <laughs>
1: Let's talk about Bioshock a little bit. Yeah, we, we can do <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. Not to change the subject, I'm, I'm so sorry, Pagel.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, BioShock. I I think I think we've discussed this before of the like sheer shock of the Andrew Ryan scene. Mm-hmm. And like even if you kind of knew that was happening or had an inkling that that was happening, the intensity of that scene, the like the everything around that moment where you meet Andrew Ryan and like yeah, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts there? Like, because I just remember being like, "Oh, this isn't—he isn't the worst person in this game."
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> but he's still he's,
2: shit. He's,
1: yeah, he's—he's he's not like he, in no way means is he uh, good. <laughs> he's just somehow not the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, second worst still still is bad. Um, still bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like we talked about Shock a lot, so I don't know if we necessarily need to deep dive um that one there's one other character who is again on everybody like so on the list it's like Gladys everybody everybody says that like, Gladys is like one of the best villains of all time and like Andrew Ryan they, they all talk about and we've talked about it a lot too so I, if you guys definitely want to talk about it by all means we can um we can deep dive but the one other um villain that is on almost every single list I saw which I'm surprised about because I've never actually seen this character is Aldian from the elder scrolls skyrim um and all these pictures look like he's a giant dragon but like i played many hours on skyrim surprisingly and never got to this character (laughs) um i know i know you guys didn't play too much skyrim but i did not even know that this was the villain so i'm surprised that it made it to every single list
0: that the dragon at the beginning of the game
2: makes the most sense that you didn't know it was the villain, and also <laughs> like that sums up my. I I don't want to say distaste for Skyrim because I didn't not like it. Yeah. It's just the reason I never went back to it is like you missed one of the best villains in the game, even though you played it yeah. like consistently. Like that that's the problem with Skyrim for me is it was so hard to get to that point where you found the really good storytelling. In my opinion, that was my experience alone. I know lots of people love it and that's great. And one day maybe I'll fall in love with it like everyone else has. Uh, because they keep like re-releasing yeah, really it. So like you hear they're remastering
0: it again for the Series X and Series
2: S. Yeah, like let's <laughs> the, go for it. Maybe Marissa will the remastered get remastered
0: version. <laughs>
2: maybe Marissa will get past like the first town in the next remastered. I don't know. We'll see. But like that is the issue with Skyrim to me is like, yeah, you put so many hours and you didn't even meet like the best, yeah. quote unquote villain in the game, right? Like he's
1: also known as the World Eater, which just sounds like it would be a great villain. Like I just I want to give respect yeah. to it, but <laughs> um, well,
2: you know what, Matt, you can pick up the remastered version. Maybe um, I don't know if you
1: heard about this. This was like the the joke uh, a couple years ago. They released it for the uh, Amazon Alexa. So if you have an Echo, you can say, "Hey." Um, alexa play skyrim and it'll be like you wake up on a cart oh my god <laughs> what would you like to like you can talk to your alexa to play and like they said it as a joke and then it was real and it's like oh they really just they really just want to keep releasing this game like a text adventure yeah pretty much at the end of the day like it's it's a good game i think it's a great rpg for people that don't like rpgs and a horrible rpg if you want a deep dive like, for people that like RPGs, just pick up, like, Dragon Age or Final Fantasy, but, like, for everybody else that has really no access, like, has never tried those other games, like, Skyrim is, like, a great first one. I, f- I feel like that's where the hype is. I don't know if I'm... It's
0: it's a great first RPG, but it's a terrible yeah. second RPG. And,
1: like, yeah, it's just, when you play other ones, it's like, oh, the story building was really not the greatest in that Elder Scrolls, specifically.
2: Hmm.
1: Not to keep slandering on... Uh, on games though because i don't i don't want to do that um let's let's talk about um we got the big ones out of the way i think
2: yeah F- i would say the the, the the big names yeah, <laughs> yeah Fenord, <laughs> gladys
0: sure. and aldi um, yeah
1: so so sack do you have like an actual uh answer
0: or is Fenord your like actual favorite? <laughs> no i i have an actual answer um i remember <laughs> playing i played a lot of spider-man one for the yes. ps1 yes um and spoiler alert for a game that's probably 20 years old at this point um how dare you right um the end of the game you get to like so you're like the whole game is like doc ock basically but like you obviously it's a spider game so you fight like 800 different villains along the way Yeah, like
1: every single one
0: yeah you get all the way to the end and you like get to doc ock's lab and carnage is actually there and so you fight carnage and you think you defeat carnage and carnage is what is he's a great villain um he like I don't know, he he's got like like he's got like a really crazy voice. Like they really did like the Carnage character really well in the game. And like what like one of my favorite quotes for that game is like I will like during the battle, just random he'll just have random quotes, and one of them is like, What color do you bleed? But he says yeah. it in such a fucked up way. <laughs> he and says like, it in a carnage way. He says it in a carnage way, so it's like, <laughs> What color do you bleed? And I was like, Oh my fucking god, I hate this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right? Um, and
1: Go ahead. No, no. I was just gonna like just for for context for people that don't know Carnage. Um, Carnage is a symbiote that goes on to a serial killer. So yeah. imagine Venom goes on to like Spider Man and Spider Man. Venom goes on. Venom goes on to Spider Man and it makes him like a little bit more like dark and edgy. And then he goes on to Eddie Brock and he becomes a villain. And then Carnage is like the, a different symbiote that goes on to a serial killer. So just imagine that amplified. And it's just like, yeah. Oh, this is not good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, uh, you fight Carnage, you think you've beat Carnage, and then, like, Doc Ock shows up, you start blowing up his lab, and then, like, this, like, Carnage's, like, symbiote, like, goes on top of Doc Ock, and now there's, like, this giant fucking Carnage with, like, Ock, like, the Doc Ock tentacles coming out of it, and he's, like, chasing you out of the building, so, like, you don't actually fight him, but, like, you have to escape him, because if he gets too close, you lose the game, and, like, it was like it was just super intense and like really crazy, and like he also had like really weird quotes, and it was like a weird like because it was like Doc Ock, but it had like the Carnage voice to it, so it was like a, such a weird mix of it. I I don't know. I it's one of those villains that definitely stuck with me. Um.
1: um so, uh, two things that I just want to point out. Uh, playing this game, I was a child, absolutely terrified me. This was the scariest yes. thing. Oh hundred uh, percent in the world. Looking at it now. Um, they really, they could have used an extra pixel or two.
0: Because they boy does this oh, game look oh, bad? bad. <laughs> oh, it is. This is, not a very, a, this is a game that is like <laughs> very much got a vintage like. It did not on age it. well. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> um, first things first. Second thing though, this game literally like Carnage is one of my favorite Spider-Man characters, and I've always loved Spider-Man. I loved that Spider-Man game, but after playing that game, uh, Carnage has become my favorite, like one of my favorite villains of all time. So I'm like the fact that you brought this up, like this video game made Carnage my favorite villain outside of video games also. So now, like whenever I like look up Spider-Man comics or watch like Spider-Man TV or anything, I'm always like, is Carnage in it? Can I can I get more Carnage? And and it literally (laughs) came back. (laughs) I need more Carnage. Um, This came back to the the original PlayStation 1 game. So like it definitely had a, a lasting impression on me as well. So, I'm actually, I'm like I'm, ama- like, I'm amazed that you brought this up. I love this game so much. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Crazy, crazy villain, but like, that's, that's what you want. You want the crazy that's villain what you that need. you're literally afraid of. And I was like, and like, Matt's right. You look at this, the graphics in this game sucks. Like, they suck. <laughs> but like, back in the day, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, he's going to jump out of the TV and like eat me because he's like asking me what it's color I bleed. Terrifying. And I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> amazing I love that that's how I feel playing any remotely scary <laughs> video games so I'm glad you can empathize. <laughs> I uh I yeah I definitely definitely felt that deep in my heart and soul I can I can I go because I I've, yeah. I've one that's not in the comic book universe For sure. and I'm yeah and I, I have a feeling Matt's Might be. I have, uh, I can talk about
1: comic books a little bit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I actually want to talk about um, some of my favorite uh, villains from The Witcher 3. There's actually quite a few. I know, Matt, you haven't played um, The Witcher 3, but you've heard lots about it. So you're going to hear some more. Let's let's, let's get Uh, into it. Uh, So, just a, like, really quick shout-out to the crones. So, they're, like, three... No, we don't have to shut them out. We do, (laughs) because they were terrified. I hated the crones. Like, the moment that you just described of the, like, I don't want to do this anymore (laughs) was the moment when you have to go into... The, like,
0: blood pool. Yeah.
2: No, no, oh, I one? wasn't even thinking that thought. No, just the swamp that oh, they live in. Yeah, like yeah. when you're like looking for Siri, and then they're like, "Oh, you have to like go in their house," and you know that there's like these, like rumors of these witches living around here.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and you go into like this creepy, and there's like ears yeah. hanging everywhere off of the trees. Yeah,
0: yeah, because and there's fucked like up these
2: children. And they
0: listen with the ears. And there's
2: these children like playing in this yard. And this woman's taking care of them. And you're like, everything's just really off-putting. But nothing is, like, super wrong on the surface. And then you come back later and the children are gone. Mm. Yeah. And, like, you've met the crones by that point. And then there's, like, a scene, I'm pretty sure, where they, like, show them, like, tucking a leg into their, like, apron or something. Yeah, one of them has, like, And you're just, like... Oh. Yeah, they Oh, like everything about that was like, I'm good. I want to go play Gwen for a little <laughs> bit. Um, <laughs> to go play the card game and not deal with the crones the for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, they were very hard to fight. Yes. They were like very scary. Uh, if you do want to google them, like they are quite monstrous and they do very like Similar to many, like, mythical stories of witches, they have, like, their secondary forms where they're, like, beautiful ladies. Yeah, also, not safe and for then they tag s- on that,
0: if you are going to Google that. Yes,
2: yes, yeah, yeah, there's some. So, there's some-
1: I actually did uh, Google it right now, and based off of your description, uh, and how little I know about The Witcher 3, is this a horror game?
0: Yes. Because honestly, this looks
1: it is- <laughs> honestly, <yes>. terrifying, <laughs> like, this looks, this looks like a game I wouldn't want to play, like, I want the lights on. <laughs> I think like, it, was, it was. It was
2: actually like decently terrifying when you were fighting them too, because they like disappear and they like you fight the. There's like a large fight you have with them in like a pool of blood, as Zacho yeah. referenced. Yeah. Hmm. I won't give away too much, but it was it was actually legitimately terrifying at multiple points, and I was very thankful that they kind of offset that particular fight with some very potentially wholesome scenes uh depending on how you play it out uh with uh siri who you basically is geralt's uh kind of kind of like adoptive da- daughter if you want to think about it like that uh so i was very thankful of how they offset that because like i came out of that fight and i was like i don't like I'm shaking and I don't like it. <laughs> and I really want to put down the game. So yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I just don't. Um I'll say that they were really great. Um Detlaf, so that he was in the DLC um heart heart of stone, I believe.
0: Uh, Blood and Wine, I think.
2: Blood and Wine, thank you. Yeah, I was like, I didn't get that one right. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was great. And Gaunter O'Dim, who I can't really talk about without spoiling a lot. Um, but his uh, nickname is the Master of Mirrors or the Man of Glass. And he is, like, potentially, like, very terrifying, depending on how you play through some things. He also just has a lot of power and... Yields it whenever he wants, and he basically like toys with people. Uh, he actually makes a deal with Geralt at one point, and it changes like your face, and you have to go look for the person who became my favorite villain from the game. Uh, it totally stuck with me, which is Olgard von von Everick. So the reason I like him so much, and I don't want to give away too too much here, but. Like, you meet him. I think I've talked about him before. He actually looks like my university roommate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you did so, talk about
1: Yes, yes. I was like, yeah, like oh, my yeah. God, this sounds so familiar.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Olgard von Everick or Luke, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm to refer to him as my roommate from university. Uh, you basically meet him, and I've talked about this part before, where, you know, like, you meet him, and he gets stabbed in the back. And he just like removes the sword and he's like, like, that was what the fuck. And then it just, you just watch it heal over and you're like, whoa. And like, you see a lot of sh- sh- fucked up shit as the Witcher, like you fight monsters, you've met the crones by this point, which is like pretty <laughs> fucked up. <Yeah. laughs> and uh, yeah, like all this shit. So like, it's kind of interesting how they just twisted it a little bit to shock you. Cause I remember being like, all right, like, let's see what you're all about. His story is super interesting. He's definitely, like, not a good person. But when you look, you, you end up basically chasing uh, down some things for him and you learn about how he got where he is. And learning his story, it was one of the most fulfilling parts about playing The Witcher 3 was just getting to figure out what happened to this man and why he's like this and what has become of him based off of the choices he's made and how his connection uh to Gontoro Dim like really gets pulled out and teased out and then it becomes like a a little bit of a questioning of like the lesser of two evils, but also like morally gray like is it really evil or were you like kind of pushed into this by extenuating circumstances i fucking loved this part of the game it was a dlc so if you are looking to play the witcher 3 you will have to get the hearts of stone expansion to play it i highly recommend all the expansions for the witcher 3 uh, you can probably get them on a good sale that's kind of how i did it but what i really liked about them is they actually like fully added more to the game they didn't just add a little bit they were whole new areas and whole new stories and really in depth.
0: Yeah, because I never I never played the DLCs, so I just had like the standard edition, but I did watch you play um some of the DLCs and they're like they're long. Like like I mean The Witcher yeah. 3 is a long game, but like honestly some of these DLCs could have been sold as sixty dollar games.
2: Yeah.
1: Well
0: I
2: yeah.
1: I'm like falling more and more in love with this game and I, I really want to play it. Um, one of the things, I'll be honest with you, one of the things that sold me was uh, while you were talking, Marissa, I was googling some of these characters. Uh and, <laughs> and really. I Googled Google uh, Deadlaugh. Dead Laugh. Yeah, I googled Deadlaugh. Yeah. Is Dead yeah. that the one that you knew that was uh yeah, <laughs> the, that the was final the one. kicker?
2: Um, Deadlaugh. Dead Laugh is really interesting too. Uh so he's a, you probably figured this out, Matt, but I'll catch up some of <laughs> the listeners. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. And he's he's actually there's there's many types of vampires in The Witcher 3, and I, I love how they deal with vampires because not all of them like have humanoid forms yeah and stuff like that so it's really interesting when you run into vampires they're fucking terrifying they were really hard to beat of course i was playing on death march so that might be important (laughs) for the record
0: they were actually quite quite easy to beat
2: (laughs) oh okay yeah so that was that was that was just a special thing that i that chose was just for to torture you. myself yeah. with <laughs> that was just for me uh that's all good uh, he has an amazing story as well and like i don't again i don't want to spoil it but he was somebody that i was actually like there are many ways to end the blood and wine expansion and one of them is is to not fight him mm. and just become
1: a vampire and live off your merry days
2: uh. Well <laughs> not quite. It becomes more questionable and like it's just really interesting how his story unfolds and how he connects uh to the other characters and then how like he's very like he's very passionate in the game, which is really hilarious looking at him because he's like this like draft looking vampire. But like he's doing all of this stuff because because of his emotions and like you kind of at certain points, you can't really blame him and then at other points, you're like, maybe you could have just, you know, bottled that up for a while yeah. and saved that for like a conversation. <laughs> but OK, we can slit someone's throat instead. So like, I just love how everything that he did and actually a lot of the characters, everything they did was just based so fully on emotion. And having really good motivations and having really clear, like maybe not clear ways that the motivations are coming through, but really clear things that they want and why they feel the ways that they do. Like so many interconnecting stories of betrayal and like scorn love and like desperation and tragedy are just like being pulled together to create these characters. And I don't know, it's just. Matt, you'd really enjoy it. It's a little horror esque too, so you got some benefit.
1: So what I'm seeing, like I don't, I can't tell if it's like concept art or fan art or if the game is genuinely like this scary. But like, even like the other the other people I was looking up, like a lot of these Witcher characters are are really like horror esque and like there's a lot of like monster hunting um, in this game. Like I, I haven't played it, but like I know. Like I knew there was magic uh and like RPG aspects, but I, I'm starting to learn that there's a lot more monsters than I thought there were.
0: So
2: Well, so that that is the entire point it's like you, of a witcher is the witch witchers hunt monsters,
0: like monsters and they're
2: generally paid for it by people. So they'll like go to a town and they'll look for postings of like, Hey, I'm having trouble with a werewolf. Or like some it's usually not that severe, but they'll be like, Oh, hey, like my livestock is disappearing and I don't know why. And like, we're literally already starving to death. Yeah. And we'll pay anything for somebody to get rid of whatever is killing them off. And then you go there and it's actually like a wraith or a ghoul. Or, more specifically, yeah. like a moon wraith or something. And you have to like, it's really cool because you have to like wait for certain times of the day to like hunt certain creatures yeah. and you have to gather certain things or you have to get certain signs or potions. To actually be able to like make them appear so that you can fight them. And sometimes you don't have to fight them, right? You can like dispel them or you can remove the source. Or sometimes they tell you a story and you have to decide whether they're like telling you the truth and whether they've actually been like, you know, there's a lot of like choosing, as I said, choosing the lesser of two evils. You know, making that decision where you're like, okay, well, you're bullshit, (laughs) but I have to make a decision. (laughs) And... This is who I'm going to decide with. So like, but like with monsters and villagers and sometimes the people being kind of worse, like I know you love that theme, Matt, is like people being worse than the monsters. Yeah. Like yeah. the people are the monsters yeah. kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, like when I started playing it, I actually, I think I must have called Sacco about like 45 times <laughs> being like, <laughs> did you tell me? To play a horror game because I'm getting all sorts of horror (laughs) game vibes. Like, you know, like there's just so much going on in the opening and then you'll walk into towns and they'll be like, hey, go into that abandoned shack where we've heard like there's been like blood trails coming out of and like, I don't know, somebody screamed inside and I'm like, like, I don't want to go in there. I don't (laughs) no Part of me. Yeah.
0: Like the the biggest thing (laughs) keeping it from being a horror game. Is um, at least for me, I don't, I don't think I ever, and I don't think, Brissa, you did either, like ran into like a jump scare, like oh
2: I ran into a couple,
0: like but they're not like it was not like a jump scare that's gonna like take over your whole screen and like scare the, like this the shit that you would never like make you it was, it was like small again. jump scares. There was yeah.
2: actually there was actually the one there was one with the crones. Um, it's a little it's a little bit of a spoiler, so I won't, and because I I do, uh. Yeah, it involves a bird kind of just flying. All right. At one point, yeah. and it just—it's just a very small one, but the moment is so tense. And then I—I I remember getting very irritated at that moment because I was like, "Well, that was cheap. That was yeah, like." <laughs> <it> was <better.
0: laughs> um, but whatever. But like, yeah, like it, But they did a really good job of creating an atmosphere where, if you weren't like—I mean, like, I know you're supposed to be a witcher, so like, you're supposed to like be used to all this stuff. But, like, if you weren't a witcher, you would just be fucking terrified. Because you're right, like, you have to go into, like, an abandoned house, and they're, like, it's creaking, and there's, like, blood on the walls, and you hear voices, know, like, you have no idea where they're coming from. But you're a witcher, so you know that you have signs, and you can you can deal with this shit, right? Like, it, it really, like, they did a really good job of, like, bringing out the fear of the situation, so that you you feel like you have to help these people. Yeah. Right? I-
2: well... Sometimes, sometimes,
0: sometimes <laughs> people are shit, and you're like, "Yeah, you can die." Actually, I'm just gonna let you. You can die.
1: Well, I definitely like. I definitely want to play it. The other thing is like the idea of playing a 100 hour game. Uh, now that isn't a Final Fantasy. It's just like, oh, I don't know if I have. Oh, I don't know if I have <laughs> I, the time. I would say,
2: I would say for anyone who's thinking about it and isn't the RPGs, but is maybe like right along the lines of that, of like, I don't know if I want the like hundred to like. Couple hundred hour game. <laughs> uh the psycho played it on easy. He said it was a lot shorter. Yeah, a lot uh, shorter. so my yeah. play my playthrough was very long, but I did that to myself. And I will say there's so many side missions that if you really stuck to the main story, you would you would not it would not take that long. Yeah. Um in in that sense, like, I think to get the value out of the game, you'd want to play the hundred hours. But like, you could go into it saying, you know, OK, I'm just going to play the main story until I get pulled in another direction. Uh, but like, if you're playing on like the super easy mode, I don't think it would take that long. Like most of the battle was me getting to a point where it was like, hey, you should go to like this new you should go to, like, Skellige. And then I was like, cool. And then it was like, Skellige is recommended between these levels and these levels. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, like, 14 levels behind that and also playing on Death merch, So I'm not going to go yet. Yeah, <laughs> And I had to grind for hours, which meant I did, like, all the side quests. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but, like, I did a lot of them. So uh that being said, side note, Skellige, kind of based on Uh, like Scotland Viking-esque, you'd love it.
1: I really, I really want to play this game and I'm actually really intrigued. So I I looked up uh, How Long to Beat. I don't know if you guys have, if you use this website as often as I do, it's called howlongtobeat.com um i literally (laughs) base my games like the games that i play i will search this up and i'll be like (laughs) is this a game that i want to play am i going to spend money on it i will look this up and be like "Mm, maybe not (laughs) this is the craziest one for the witcher 3 that i've seen i want to ask you guys a couple questions so first things first you said 100 hours um do you think that's do you think that's an exaggeration so there's main story main story plus some extras
0: completionist and then like oh, an co- average completionist is fucked i think it's like a thousand
2: completionist hours i remember yeah there was there was like one person who did it and he spent like a year yeah. fucking like like all of his free time all of his time like like a fucking year or like more than that and i want to say it was well over a thousand hours like it wasn't just a thousand hours it wasn't like Nine hundred ninety-nine point five. It, <laughs> it was, was
0: like over a thousand hours. It
2: was like over a thousand a hours. Thousand plus.
1: <laughs> so we're so we're taking and an average.
2: <laughs> so I know that the like completionist is going to be really high. Yeah. Because it is it is quite hefty. So. But I would say probably main mission. I want to. You know what? I'm going to actually say it would probably be about a hundred hours.
0: Just the main story or main story the plus main extras. Story? I, I think main the main plus story plus a few extras. You could probably get the main story done again, if you play on like easy, like it's like the, the biggest thing that I noticed when I: I'll was,
2: say I'll say 80.: so
0: I'm going to say it's like 40
1: or 50. So the average for just the main story, no extras, is 52 hours. Yeah. For context, main, not completionist, just main plus a few extras is 105. It's literally half. So like yes. the extras that they recommend you play are yeah. double the yeah. length of the game. Um, well, and like, the extras- honestly,
2: honestly, the extras like they make it like really make it better. Like yeah. I would go into this. So what I was going to say is if I was trying to sell someone on this, I would go into it saying exactly this. You can play the main mission and you'll get a reasonable RPG amount of time out of this game right? Like, you'll get a good amount of time, right? That 50 hours, like, that's kind of nice if you like RPGs. Like, that's yeah. not too terribly drawn out, but you're going to get a great story in 50 hours. Perfect. Well worth your money, in my opinion. What I would say is you can basically cultivate it to your taste from there and really follow certain plot lines that you really like, but you're probably going to like a lot of them.
1: So there's also a speed run average. And this is really what blew me away. What do you think the speed run average for a game
0: that usually takes
1: 105 hours is?
0: Well, it would be the game that takes 50 hours. Right?
1: That's just the main story. That's not a speed run. So speed runs are people that are like going to be playing on easy and they're going like, they're taking shortcuts or doing it like as quickly as you physically can.
0: Yeah, so you're what? taking the 50 hour Part of it, not the one hundred and five hour, because they're not going to do any of the side missions. So, so I, I would still, say like
1: they'll still do it faster than an average main story
0: person would. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, what I do you think the like speed run is? Twenty five, Marissa.
2: Like you sounded shocked, and I'm basing it off. I am shocked. So it, it's either super fast or it's not that much faster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe <laughs> <It> could be. <laughs> It's either two or fifty. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's either like I want to say it's either fifteen or it's forty five.
0: <laughs> Marissa,
1: the average yeah. speed run time is sixteen forty eight minutes, sixteen, 16 hours, hours. forty eight minutes, sixteen hours. So the thing that blows me away is that some people beat this game in oh, also the completionist just because like we never actually talk about the average completionist is hundred and eighty hours, which again is almost double the main and extras, which is double the main story and. So we have people that are beating this game in 16 hours, people that are beating this game in 50, 100, 180. So like, I'm just blown away. Usually these numbers are a couple hours off. And like this game is just like, whatever (laughs) you want this game to be, that's what this game will be. The fastest runtime recorded on this website is three hours and nine minutes. Somebody beat the entire Witcher 3 Wild Hunt in three hours and nine minutes and somebody else took 180. And it's like, I don't understand. This is the wildest.
2: Not even that though. Somebody else a thousand hours in the game completing every single little mini side quest so, that popped up. Like, every... Go ahead.
1: I'm, I'm just, like, I'm blown away. I'm sorry that we were talking about villains and now we're talking about exclusively The Witcher <laughs> 3. Um, I will bring it back to villains, but, like, I'm just... This game is literally... I've never seen so much variation. Um... I definitely want to, I definitely, I have to play it. Like I can't not play it now.
2: Yeah. Like you have to, I have no excuse. You have to, <laughs> you have to get those 16 hours and speedrun it it. I'll, I'll
1: probably do. I always end up doing like, I'm like, I'll just do the main story and I end up doing main plus extras. So I'm always like that one. If I want to be realistic, it'll yeah. probably end up taking me a hundred hours. Um,
2: there's some really, the thing is, is there's some really great characters that you're going to like. There's some really great villains you're going to want to fight. And I don't know why I'm rhyming. That was unintentional. (laughs) intentional. But I would say like you're going to get into it and you're going to want to explore and you're going to be want to be interested. So, yeah, you're going to be around that. Like you can go into it with the intention to be like 50, 60 hours and that's fine. That's great. But like knowing you, you're going to be like 125, I would say.
1: Yeah which is which is
2: I fine I was like I think I think I was a solid like 200
0: Yeah, I think it took me like and I didn't do a lot of the side stuff. I also didn't do any of the DLC. And I think it took me like like a little over 75 hours. I was also Oh on my normal. god,
2: you'll love this, Matt. I haven't picked up this game in a while. Mm-hmm. And it quick resumed.
0: Oh, oh. my god. Which
1: one? The Witcher?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Were you pulling up your stats to see uh how Yeah long? I
2: wanted to see it. Um but I, I you're gonna have to, so I, to can, I'll, I gotta I g I, I gotta quit to the main menu. You
1: here. you do your thing. There's uh let's talk about villains a little bit more. Uh to keep it on this horror-esque vibe, because that's what I'm getting from the Witcher 3. There's a horror game that I absolutely uh love. It's one of my favorite horror games of all time. Um and before I say it, it's the evil within. I said it. Uh, I absolutely love the evil within. <laughs> and um, when people talk about villains, one of the like the first villains that they always talk about, especially in horror games, is Pyramid Head from Silent Hill. Uh, I haven't played any of the Silent Hill games. I know, shocker. Um, so I'm not going to go like to into that. But like, it's a very iconic. Um, like you can kind of picture who that is. Somebody very similar uh, that I'm reminded of is Box Head from uh the evil within he's actually called the keeper in the game but everybody calls him boxhead uh just to describe this i don't it's want you to google it he's so it's actually a safe um oh, like if you open the okay. safe there's something comes out of it um but the one of the, like the main villains so the evil within takes place within an asylum and uh inside this asylum you you kind of find the evil within yourself and the evil within the asylum and the evil within society and um you're playing as a detective and there's something goes wrong so you're trying to like figure it out but like the longer you stay the the more into madness you get and there is a character called Ruvik. and uh, i'm not going to go too like in depth because i don't want to don't want to spook too much it's not a horror podcast it's a villain podcast but uh he has some super superhuman abilities and he's basically like he was in a fire so his skin is like completely destroyed and he's like fueled by uh like revenge and just like madness like he absolutely loses his mind um but he's like on the verge of like like he's he almost doesn't have his physical body anymore because of like all the like trauma that he went through so he's kind of like he can like teleport and like disappear and boxhead or the keeper is um rubik's safe that like comes to life, like it manifests and then like it becomes a person and the safe is just his head. And he like creeps around corners. It's super creepy, but it's like every single time time I see it, I'm like, it's, it's just just such an iconic character. And I think that if uh, the evil within was as popular as like the silent hill, Um, silent hill came out way like significantly longer ago. So there's, it has more time on the market. Uh, But I think that I just wanted to say that box head deserves as much respect as pyramid head. Um, definitely both iconic, uh, and we will stop talking about horror because I don't want to spook Marissa <laughs> out too much. But do you have stats for us, Marissa?
2: All right, so I do. I do, in fact, have some stats for you, Matt. Uh, are you ready to hear what it took me to beat the base game on the DLCs and doing a whole bunch of extra shit
1: on? And you played on Death March.
2: Definitely. So if, yeah. if it were
1: me, uh, Death March. All the games, everything. I would give myself maybe 600 hours. (laughs) Maybe. Um, 600. I don't know know how much. (laughs) I mean, I don't play games. As you know, I don't play games on hard. So the death March, I would like 600 hours just to be this tutorial. (laughs)
2: Uh, (laughs) So I did it in 134 hours and 52 minutes. Wow.
1: That's honestly, hold on. You said the whole game plus DLC.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So two DLCs. Not
1: completionist, but like main plus extras.
2: Main plus, extras, Main plus extras, I'd, extras, I'd say yeah. on Death March, hundred thirty-four wow. hours. I'm minute. actually surprised.
1: I thought I thought that would have been significantly I thought, higher.
2: I thought it was going to be higher too. To be honest, uh, but yeah, yeah. Right. I've I could and look like I found all these extra little stats in here now. Oh <laughs> man. you know, you know. Look at me go. <laughs> uh, look
0: I, at me go. I was way off when I said I think it was over seventy-five hours. I just checked my Steam account. Uh, it was forty-three point eight. Wow, uh, that, is was so yeah, that was unnormal. that uh, was unnormal. I did some extras, but apparently, I didn't do a lot of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of the things you thought were extras were actually part of the main. The main maybe mission. You're maybe, like, maybe they're all just part of the main quests? story.
2: <laughs> well, like if I go into my my here, this has turned into the Witcher podcast, right. but like there there are quite a few side quests that are just they are not not done at all.
0: Oh, <laughs> so they are completed. or
2: they are part done. So there there's a couple actually that are really really funny. Uh cuz I even looking at them now I like they they give you like little check marks as you complete pieces of the the quest, right? Uh so there's <laughs> there's one and it's like I don't know what I think I remember this one. I'm not going to say the parts in case I'm wrong. But it was like, oh, go to this place and like track this and then go to this place and track this and then like find this person and talk to them. And I've like done all the parts except for this one. And it's like enter this like abandoned house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 100% I got there. And I was like, no, no.
0: not doing it. <laughs> I'm
2: not, no, I'm just not going to do that one. You can't but pay feel like enough. <laughs> Hundred thirty four hours, good enough. I don't need to fucking do this. <laughs> I, I all
0: right, absolutely. perfect.
2: So, like, yeah, uh, Matt, you know what? Uh, I you just went actually. I blacked out that whole conversation. <laughs> it was it was it
1: was, all horror. it was horror. So I was doing it while you were while you were distracted. So I had to get my yeah, horror I, ones I, out of the way.
2: <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so I I actually have another one uh sako do you have one that you want to say before i go
0: um i ours might be the same
2: one maybe maybe question mark maybe why don't you say it let's see
0: uh i was gonna say jack of jack of i almost said jack of trades jack of blades from uh fable
2: (laughs) if you would have said jack of trades i might have had to kick (laughs) you out of this jack of trades Jack of Trades, yeah, Jack of Blades. That was actually going to be mine as well. I'm not surprised it's on your list because I recently made told you me you play, had it. To play yeah. it. Yeah, I forced <laughs> you to play Fable One, it Two, was, and Three. I regret nothing. So it was a
0: fantastic was, game.
1: How Series. how long did, yeah. did did you recently beat all three? Like sit, like in one sitting? Recently, yeah. Not like in I one think, sitting, but like you didn't play any games in between. You just beat all three. No, all I, like,
0: all I think I played Fable One. I, so I, I think I beat Fable Three like. Two months ago, oh okay, but I, but I think I played Fable One like a year ago.
2: Yeah, Fable One and Two were closer together. Yeah, and then, and then
0: there was a break.
2: I remember you got like a huge break in Fable Three,
0: like like at the end of Fable it. Three. Yeah, like I played Fable Three, got to the end, I was like, ah, I can finish this later. And then a year later, I was Dude. like, I should probably finish Fable Three because they just announced a new Fable.
2: That's that's how. <laughs> well, that's that's a different story. Uh, that is how that is how Fable Three works is it's it's not it's not incredibly good at the end <laughs> so i'm not surprised you forgot about it for like eight months and then was like i should you just, should just finish check it. that off my list really, really quick oh uh, yeah jack of blades i was terrified of him when i was younger surprised to no one scared the shit out of me he is a very scary looking villain he wears a mask at all time he actually has two masks like on his stomach um and then he's like covered in cloaks and he's got like a hood over his head and part of the fear uh, that i had with uh, jack of blades was the fact that like when you never see his face like he never takes off his mask i very recently as in like just before we recorded this podcast learned that it's actually uh because there's a piece of lore that suggests that his soul is actually captured within his mask so he cannot remove it which i think is really amazing right now if i'd heard that when i was like 12 i probably would have cried (laughs) um jack of blades is fascinating to me because he in the game he's he's a hero and it's very clear that he's like a villain but he still is like kind of this like slow liberty for lack of a better word like he goes out in public everyone cheers him on like you know like He's not really looked at as, like, this horrifying monster. He's looked at as this, like, celebrity hero. And you meet him multiple times throughout the game. And, like, sometimes he's just kind of, like, creepily talking to you. And then other times he is, like, I don't know, uh, you know, stopping you and your mother from escaping from prison, oh for God. example. Yeah. So, like... You know, it's just like there's such like range, and he looks like most of my intrigue with him when I was younger was just based off of how badass he looked and how like slightly terrified I was of him. But I actually think he's just quite a phenomenal villain as well. Uh, he does basically kind of slaughter your whole family, <laughs> so just he definitely hits all the villain. <laughs> yeah, he hits basically. all the villain marks for sure. <laughs> uh yeah so i don't know i really i really love jack of blades for those reasons uh sagar do you want to kind of close it out with your thoughts on him
0: I, I was gonna say like pretty much all the same stuff you said like i um i i kind of i don't I don't want to say like i ran through paper one but i, I kind of played it pretty quickly uh and i got to the end and like i i i don't know i i wrote, like i know we you talked about this on a previous podcast the like most disappointing ending where, yeah. um, I'm pretty sure it's this one. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, like, you don't actually kill Jack of Blades. Reaver no, does? No, it's not this one. It's not this one?
2: No, you're mixing up one and two.
0: What what happens in what happens in two?
2: Uh, so, in two, uh, the, the main antagonist, whose name is totally escaping me at this moment. Uh, yeah, if you, you basically, you're in the spire at the end, and... He's like trying oh. to convince you to like switch sides, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah yeah, and then and then he's talking to you and he's talking to you, and so my thing is, I want to get all the story out of it, and so I just sat there, yeah, and then and then, um, yeah, Reaver, who is also a fantastic villain, uh shoots him, yeah, and i was i just I was like, well that. I
0: like his topic. That, that was that was disappointing. Uh real no quick. Shitting. How does Fable 1 end?
2: Ah, uh, you fight Jack of Blades <laughs> oh, okay. in the guild, <laughs> in the hero's guild, yeah. after he kills like the guild master.
0: Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. and then
2: he sets everything on fire, yeah. and you basically have to chase him into uh the
0: room and then you get the, the... Yeah,
2: and yeah. then after you defeat him. Uh, He's kidnapped your mother. This is huge spoilers. (laughs) Just halfway through. Uh, You you basically, he's kidnapped uh, your mother and your sister. And so you run into the Heroes Guild. Everything's on fire. Like, he's basically slaughtered everyone in there. You go into, there's, like, an inner chamber. There's, like, a special name for it, but I can't recall it right now. And you run inside, and you get there, and he takes... Uh, the sword, I want to say it's of aeons, but please don't come at me if I um, mis- have uh, named that. Uh, but he basically takes this magical sword and he slits her mother's throat with it. Yeah. In front of you. Yeah. yeah. And then you get some very shitty graphics of your character crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was released on the original, the original Xbox. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so your character very much is a... Very distraught over it. And then basically you just attempt to save your sister and you fight Jack of Blades. Uh, The boss battle is pretty decent, I would say. And then at the end, this is I've told this story where my my brother. So you're actually given the choice to kill your own sister at the end. Uh, Because basically how the sword works is if you kill someone of your bloodline with the sword, you gain like a whole bunch of power. And so, if you kill her with the sword, you'll be, like, all-powerful. But if you let her live, then you have a sister. (laughs) And he killed killed the sister. He did go back and uh, revert his save because I was in the room with him. But, yeah, I told that story on here. Um, But, yeah, uh, Fable 2, disappointing. Fable 1, totally fine.
0: Gotcha. Totally fine. Yeah, no, okay. Now now that you've reminded me of... of which one's which the
2: entire ending plot yeah because
0: yeah. you're right i put we, i played fable one and two so close together that, like that whole it's like it starts at fable one ends at fable two and it's just one story uh in my mind yeah but it's not even close because it ended like years later like it's not even the same oh, it's very, like, very different It's story. like centuries it's not, yeah season. it's not even like the same yeah so anyways um yeah like i remember like yeah like the I don't know. Everything you said about Jack of Blades, I'm just going with you with what you said. He's great. Okay. I'm glad we seal approval? It's got Sacco seal of <laughs> approval.
2: There's like, if those are real seals, like Sacco's is small, you can't see it. Like, you need a magnifying glass and Marissa's is very large because apparently mine equates his there. Uh, Mine's hand-drawn right. on
0: a piece of paper with just like a piece of tape on it. Yours is like an actual sticker. It's
2: like an actual seal, not a sticker yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so we should really quickly move into what games we are currently playing really quick round table here sacco why don't we start with you uh
0: i recently downloaded the master Chief collection uh on my computer so i'm gonna oh, go through nice. and i'm gonna be playing i'm gonna, I'm probably gonna start with halo 3 even though that it has nothing to do with any of the orders anyone is ever gonna suggest anybody play the game <laughs> but i'll start with halo 3 and then i'll go back and I the mean, aliens. there's no story anyway, so you can start anywhere you want. I mean, you're right. So who cares? It's just, it's just man, yeah, it man shoots alien in different settings.
2: Well, sometimes alien shoots alien.
0: Sometimes alien shoots Spoiler alien. alert. Sometimes man shoots man. Who knows?
2: There's no story. How could I spoil it?
1: Um, I actually downloaded the Master Chief Collection on my computer as well, and I did it twice, and I still haven't played. I downloaded it, uninstalled it, <laughs> reinstalled it. I'm very close to uninstalling it again, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Maybe we can play it again. You're
2: going to stream that. Yeah. Um,
1: I won't uninstall it. I'll, I'll get back to it. I, I swear.
2: Well, download The Witcher. For
1: me. I might. <laughs> um, Marissa, Matt,
2: what are you I, playing other than not playing Halo? I
1: think that me and you have the correct answer, if I may say so. Um, yes. Hades is absolutely what I'm playing right now. I know last time I said yeah. I was looking about getting into it, and hey, guess what? I got into it. Um... <laughs> It's it was yeah. the one downside that everybody kept saying that like I wasn't gonna like it was because of how hard it was, um, and I don't think I'm gonna beat the game, but I definitely don't feel like I'm bad at the game. Um, I know we we had a kind of private conversation about this, uh, but uh, let's let's spread it uh, the love. So basically, my I'll try and keep it quick. My stance on Hades is that the game wants you to die because every single time you die, you have conversations with your. Um, like the npcs and you level up a little bit and you get to keep some of the stuff so like every single time i die i don't feel like oh fuck i have to start over i feel like hey i wonder what um hades is up to hey i get to pet cerberus again like this is great um so the death cycle doesn't feel like a death cycle it feels like i got as far as i was supposed to that time and now um let's just do it again and, and i keep getting a little bit farther every single time like i definitely am nowhere close to beating the game or like escaping hades but um the, the game is so, 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 so fun. And uh, I'm loving every second of it, even though I keep dying. All right.
2: So my playthrough, of him, this is going to sound like I'm being an asshole. Uh, so I've beaten it twice.
1: <laughs> Naturally, though. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I would expect nothing less. I play,
2: I play games on, on hard. Like, I'm playing it on normal right now. I fully intend to give hell mode uh try and i know you're liking god mode and i actually appreciate god mode like i was watching you stream it the other day i love that it buffs you every time i love that it gives you like it makes it just slightly easier i think it's giving you like higher <laughs> chances of better boons as well i get a
1: lot of rare and epic boons i don't know if that's common um but almost every single time i get at least one rare or like some epics i got a heroic boon the other day and i was like what is happening
2: yeah, there's heroic and legendary and they're, they're f- phenomenal. Uh but yeah, I so I mean this is not surprising like we both knew this going in. It just it sounded like I was being an asshole cuz you're like I don't know if I'm going to beat this and I was like yeah, I beat it twice. But uh so I I did say this last time you do have to beat it nine times. So I'm I'm two out of nine actually before we filmed this. I was attempting my third one and I I was very close um but alas Hades actually himself killed me. So uh, that was that was unfortunate, but I, I'm super enjoying it. I love the aesthetic. I love the atmosphere. I love that every time as well you go through the game, it's just different enough. Like I, I love that you get to choose your weapons. So yeah. There's something steady, but like you get different boons every time and you get different. You're going to be fighting different in different chambers with different monsters and like but the bosses are the same. So you have some sort of consistency, so you can really like make a game plan, but there's also a level of changeability and randomness to the game that I really love. And it just keeps pulling me back in because every time I die, I'm like, oh shit, okay, I gotta spend my stuff. I gotta, you know, make make him a little bit better. Okay, I'm gonna choose my weapon. And then I go out and I'm like, what boon am I going to get? Like, it's exciting. And so, like, I do appreciate that the, like, death loop or the even just the game loop in general is really just consistently drawing me back in. Uh, so, yeah, I fully, like, I get why people love this game. It's fabulous. I,
1: I think that's exactly what I was talking about, though. Like, the fact that you don't know what boons you're going to get and the fact that the chambers are constantly changing. It's like, yeah, I... I died in Tartarus like 10 times in a row but it felt like I wasn't replaying the same level over and over again so it's like oh I I got through three chambers and died no problem let's go let's go at it again like the progress that I'm not making doesn't seem to affect my mood it's just like hey that was great let's go in and listen to that bass riff again because that was fucking awesome
2: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah I, I I knew you'd love the music yes so I'm super thrilled that you're loving Hades. I'm so excited about that. Uh, Sacco, Matt, any final words?
1: Um, As always, I just have to mention, especially in a Villains podcast, that Tom Nook is the worst part of Animal Crossing (laughs) and his his villainous (laughs) capitalist ways will always prevent me from uh, reaching my goals to the best island I can possibly have.
2: (laughs) All right. Tobnook, the real
1: villain. The real
2: villain, (laughs) Tobnook. All right. If you liked this podcast, and we sure hope you did, uh, please make sure you follow us on Twitch. Uh, And if you really like the stuff that we're doing over there, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, We are also on YouTube, Twitter. Oh, I almost said LinkedIn, but we are not there. (laughs) Nope. TikTok, (laughs) Facebook, And Instagram, so you can find us on all of those places. Again, not LinkedIn, but pretty much everywhere else. We are at Crown Heathens on all of those. Otherwise, we thank you so much for listening to us talk about our favorite villains in video games, and we so look forward to catching you in the next one. Thanks, everyone.
1: Fucking Tom Nook.
0: <laughs> Where's my... I'm
2: not gonna go play Hades.